Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Mind Shifters Radio with your co-host, the Forgiveness Doctor, Dr. Michael Rice, and his wife, Jeannie. Michael and Jeannie share with you the wisdom of the ancient Aramaic internal process of forgiveness. They offer tools and support five days a week. They will support you in building a solid foundation within yourself to live in pure love. In Aramaic, Rachma. Michael is the author of Why Is This Happening to Me Again? For more information on Michael and Jeannie, please visit www.whyagain.com. And now your co-host, the forgiveness doctor, Dr. Michael and Jeannie Rice. To the brightness within you and the truth that is rooted within me. Hi and welcome to Mind Shifters Radio with the forgiveness doctor, Dr. Michael Rice. I'm your co-host, Jeannie Rice, along with Dr. Tim Hayes, and we welcome you to the show. Today's the last day of the year, December 31st, 2015. We hope everybody has a safe New Year's Eve tonight and wish everyone a happy New Year's. We'll see you tomorrow. Our call-in number is 646-200-4169. Press 1, and that puts you in queue to talk to us. We would love to hear your comments and your questions because then that makes this your show. We do already have a caller with a hand up, but first let's welcome Michael. Well, thank you, dear heart, and welcome, buddy. We're honored that you're with us today and that we get to have this conversation and uh, interact on our understanding of this most amazing ancient technology that goes back into the first century taught by a man named Yeshua, who is commonly in this culture called Jesus, but his name was not Jesus, it was Yeshua. And the genius that was there and the practical here's how the world works advice that was given out of that ancient Aramaic is most amazing when you start to look at it. And of course, in particular, the the technology of forgiveness, the ability to remove from the mind, those things that don't belong there is just, I, I think, a such an awesome contribution to our world for those who understand how the mind works, how the generations' uh, thoughts and feelings are stored within us, and that those things that run us, that direct us, that guide us to do uh, the untoward, to do the things that afterward we say, oh, man, I regret having done that, that there's actually a technology for removing those things is most amazing. And, of course, with a, a culture that teaches us that forgiveness is the exact opposite of the truth is what it is, you wonder how that kind of a trip up, how that kind of an error could possibly occur. So our culture tells us uh, that if we have pain inside of us, then all we have to do is let somebody else off the hook, and then things will get better. But, of course, if I let you off the hook for the pain that's inside of me, I've done nothing to change or address the pain that's inside of me. And if I never address, if I never learn to remove the pain that's inside of me, then I will get to live the title of my book, Why Is This Happening to Me Again? Because as long as it's in there, 
sooner or later, somebody's going to trip over it. Sooner or later, somebody's going to bring it up. And each time that someone does, it's my opportunity to work through whatever it is that's going on inside of me. So we welcome you all to the show, and seeing as how we have a caller, let's just say hello and see what our caller's got to say. It's, I think it might be Rex. You're on the air. Yes, it is. Happy New Happy Year. Year. Welcome. Welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you and to our listening audience and Tim and everybody. Um, I was inspired to um, do a year-end donation, and we were winding down so it can still get under the tax year. And when I was doing it, I was inspired to call because it was right in the time that I could get in and um, make a statement to all of our listeners and to support this work. Um, it's it's exciting for me to be able to be in a position where I can share my abundance with Eugenie, Michael, and 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 the work that you're doing, and and with your lives, and how you influence all of us, and how much uh, how much you offer. Uh, it, it's words fall way short um, with one, the body of work that you've created and co-created and and carry out throughout the um, planet and teaching and sharing and also the just the very essence of what it is that you represent as people, as human beings in a body, living in a body and um, carrying on the work that you do and just, you know, I'm, I'm doing my best to come up with the words that would express my gratitude and the feelings I'm having in the moment of joy and, and you know, emotion and, you know, experiences I'm having right now. Just the, the pleasure of being able to donate whenever we can to you in a financial level along with all the other ways that I offer my support for this work and the the Rook Group and what we're doing as a company and, you know, so many different areas. We're excited about being a part of this community. So my my uh, input would be to everyone who's listening, today is the last day to be able to get in on the tax year. And I don't know very many better ways to share your money and, and your resources um, in a tithing manner than to support Michael in this work and Jeannie in this work and Tim and, you know, to give to the Heartland, you know, community to support uh, the the getting the message out about true forgiveness, about the Aramaic understanding of Yeshua's teachings, about most importantly that we are love, represented as love, and as a community, that's what we represent, and that's just profound. So I wanted to just you know, give a little yahoo, you know, out to everybody in, in that it, it's a great opportunity for us to jump in and, and uh, support you, Michael and Jeannie and, and Tim. I just appreciate what you're doing. So that was really what I had to offer and to just say Happy New Year to everybody and um, just excited about the process. Awesome. Thank you so well, much, thank Rick. you for that support. Thank you for the support, and thank you for speaking up to uh, 
to put that invitation out to others, I kind of hesitate to uh, to do that. Once in a while, we mention that uh, a little support from our friends would be helpful. It's uh, it's a long road to bring this forward and to uh, to carry on with what it takes to expand this work on a global scale. So the fact that you put the words into others' ears, hand the tools to others, support them in doing their work, and uh, the fact that you're uh, you're willing to support us financially is uh, is awesome, and much appreciated. Thank you, thank you. You're so Goodbye welcome. And also, I... go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I also wanted to mention that it was inspired originally by Mark. Mark Haddis, you know, my partner and ah. and uh, friend. So he he had that inspiration, shared it with me, and so there's some more forthcoming. So just. You know that's exciting, and uh, but from me personally, Mark inspired that in me, and then I took action on it, and then that inspired me to call in, and one led, one thing led to another, and it's it's just that cool thing that happens when Ruka speaks up inside me in my the voice of love and says, "Hey, what do you think? <laughs> hey, do this, okay? Well, that sounds good," <laughs> and it's just. Uh, it can be a really fun process, you know, it really can be. And I think it is if we just relax and enjoy it. Very cool. Well, and anyone who would like to support the work, you can go to our website, which is whyagain.org, and you'll see a donate button. If you click that button, then it'll take, you don't need a PayPal account, but it'll take you to our PayPal account where you can just donate. And by the way, if we are friends and you're giving a gift, if you mark that a gift to friends, then any donation that you make, PayPal doesn't take anything off the top. Uh, if you don't mark it that way, then they take their whatever, 4 or 5%, whatever, off the top. And uh, so if you just mark it a gift to friends, if we're your friends and it's a gift to us, then that will uh, save them from taking their... Uh, their chunk out of it and uh and thanks for the reminder for everybody uh rex mucho gracias right and i'm so glad that you said that because i didn't know that about the friends part i definitely would have done that i i didn't this time but i'll make sure i will from now on i didn't cool. see a place cool. where i asked for that do you know where it might look where you might see that on the paypal yeah, when you send send money, it just it it has a place where it says, "Are you buying goods, or is this a gift?" And is it you know? And so, if you're buying something, they take a percentage off the top. If it's a gift to friends or family, it says friends or family, then uh, then they don't take anything out of it. Well, thank you. I'll make sure that we do that from now on. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Fabulous. Well- it, it's uh, it's exciting to be alive and uh, to be functioning as love in the world and interacting and and I look forward to the new year and I wish you the very very best and the happiest of and like you say Michael the best year ever. Well, you say it a little differently, but <laughs> but that would be my Yay. rendition. I'll- I'll go with you on it definitely. That <laughs> that this year for all of us is the best one yet. Because, of course, the next year then has room to grow if we don't limit it. So best year yet of our eternal lives. And I join you in living in that world of eternal life that we're really, truly designed for and, and doing the work that it takes to uh, to arrive at that state. So, Awesome. 
Well, blessings. I'm going to go on mute. I, I have a business call that I'm uh, going to be receiving shortly, so I'll listen in the program while I'm doing some work and and uh, uh, just just happy New Year to everyone and, and blessings and love. Thank you so much. All right. Same to you. And give Mama a hug for us and that uh, that grandbaby and your daughter. We get to see her pictures on occasion on uh, on Facebook. Really sweet. Just uh, just well, wonderful right to watch. Here and I'll make sure I will, Michael. Uh, all right, cool. Blessings. All right, brother. Blessings. Blessings, Dean. Okay. Howdy. Bye-bye. Thanks, Rick. Bye-bye. So our call-in number is 646-200-4169. And if you have a comment or a question for us, if you call that number and you push one, that will raise a little hand and through the magic of technology and Jeannie's, uh, on Jeannie's computer screen. She'll know you want to say hello, and she'll introduce you by your uh, area code and ask your name and, and ask where you're calling from. And Our whole purpose for this show, and we are just completing, well, I guess we've actually got another month to do. Uh, the end of January, we'll complete our fifth com- final or full year of doing the show and uh, and enter into the sixth year of uh, MindShifters Radio. It just seems like... Oh, maybe a few months ago that we did our first show. We were in Florida and learning how to do that, and the, the woman who runs the network that we're on actually came to visit with her uh, and she had her computer. She, as soon as she turned her Mac on, uh, Jeannie's computer back at that time said something about Mac computers, and if somebody else turned the Mac computer on, hers would crash. And sure enough, uh, that happened, But uh, but anyway... It just seems like a few months ago that was happening, and we're getting ready to head into our sixth year, which means we've got, I don't know, what was it, Jeannie, the last time you calculated it, 1,370-some shows or something like that. So there are a lot of hours of conversations about. Go ahead, sweetie. No, I just said I'd have to refigure it, but it was something like that. So lots uh, lots of conversation about forgiveness, about healing, just touching into everything we can do to support people understanding this process by which we create our lives and how to open the space for the truth of who we are as human beings, as love, to show up and what an awesome gift it is. And recognizing that when we go into resistance and really don't want to do the work that's required, usually what that means is that we're getting ready for the next layer to come up and the next layer that we don't want to face, we tend to get lost in resistance to. And the the thing to understand is it's always safe to look at everything your mind doesn't want to look at. You know, whatever it is, you, you get, you survived it on the way in, you'll survive it on the way back out again. And we're here to support that process. So is Dr. Tim with us today, Jeannie? He is, and he's on. And thank, while I'm thinking of it, Dr. Tim, thank you to you and Michelle for filling in for us yesterday so we could take a day to go visit a friend and ride bikes on the beach. Well, you're very welcome. I'm, I'm glad you were able to use that time to relax and enjoy. We um, We didn't have a single caller raise a hand yesterday. Well, that's so there's fun, a, isn't it? So there's another uh, archive of of um, 
summary and overview of the work, and uh, it, it evolved into um, pulling in some stuff from Guy Finley and Way of Mastery, and so um, so there's another one in the books, and it's a, it's a privilege to be able to help out, and I'm glad you were using that time to just get some fun in your life and relaxation and connect with friends. That's excellent. Yeah, we have a friend here in uh, Sarasota. We're only about 30 minutes out of Sarasota, and uh, he had uh, closed his office yesterday, and so he's like, look, come on down and, and ride the beach with me and uh, spend some time. So it's someone we haven't uh, really spent any time with in four or five years. It was the one space that he had open to uh, to get together. So he uh, he put together some, some bicycles, and we went uh, riding down Sarasota Beach, or pardon me, uh, Siesta Key Beach. It was a really really nice afternoon and time to uh, to hang out and connect. In fact, we're having dinner with he and his girlfriend tonight and joining some other folks he knows for a, a New Year's Eve gathering. And so for everyone, we hold a space for safety and an awesome New Year's Eve that uh, that this is the, uh, the time for say goodbye to the old and letting loose and letting go of the old and stepping into uh, to something new. And so we join everyone in having an awesome evening and opening for the new year uh, kind of a fun thing that came up when I was uh, in the stream of things yesterday was um, Abraham Hicks a year ago just not quite a year ago but in January of last of uh, this year d- gave a talk and said you know um, don't make a new year's resolution this one came and went and you've already ruined it make a new moment's resolution be in the moment and choose differently. Choose that that whatever it takes in your mind, body, energy system to create a good feeling because you're feeling in each moment. The emotions that you create is the most powerful creation and most important manifestation you're ever going to gonna have. And so that's part of the conversation from yesterday is to to use these tools, to use an awareness of how your mind-body energy system works and the alarm system, which is any negative emotion, to make a new moment's resolution each moment and uh, and use the uh, alarm system to let you know that um, there's something wrong in my thoughts. It's not somebody else doing something that's causing me pain or frustration or sadness. It's It's my erroneous selection of different bits of information or my misinterpretation of them and that because I'm doing it if I ask to be shown how and I apply the tools I can actually change it so for more of that see yesterday's show (laughs) we ended up just, just talking and talking and talking Definitely when you've got input to bounce off of, it makes it easier to do the show, to be live and, and have people's conversation and questions. It definitely uh, adds dimension to the process and uh, the effort involved in uh, in bringing forward relevant information. So so if anybody does have a question or thought for us and you're on the, uh, the line, if you push one, that'll put your hand up and we'll know you've got a comment or a question for us and or if you're on one of those stations where we can't see you in our control panel, 
if you call in our call-in number, which is 646-200-4169 and push 1, that'll put you in the phone queue, and we'll know you have a question or comment for us. Also, if you're in the... uh, Okay, well, we'll just let folks know if they're in the uh, chat room. Uh, There are two ways you can be hanging out in the chat room. One, you're a member of it, and the other, you're not. If you're not, it it doesn't let you comment. So uh, it's a really simple registration process to to register with Blog Talk so that you can make comments and, uh, and have your voice heard live in the chat room. And if there are questions that you can't get to the telephone with that uh, Jeannie can ask. So so let's go ahead and say hello to our caller, sweetie. Okay. I, I think that it is Ron from up north. How are you doing, sir? Hi, Jeannie. Hi, Michael. Hey. Good to hear from you, Well, Ron. hey there, Ron Blakeney. How are you, sir? I'm well. I have a distinct honor today. I'm sitting listening to the whole show with Grace Blakeney today. Hello. Oh, how cool. Hi, Grace. We haven't seen your face in several years, so that's awesome. Happy New Year. Yeah. You too. She is All right, her. thank you. We're home alone today, and she, uh, I, I heard a little bit of parental, <laughs> a little parental pressure to ask her to sit down and do the show, listen to the show with me, and, and I'm so happy she's here. And she's actually, I told her she could do a mind shifter. She could write any thoughts she has while we're listening to the show, uh, and we can burn it afterwards if there's anything that she wants to write down. But I'm having a glorious time sitting here with her, listening to the show, and we wanted to let you know we were here. Awesome. Well, we're honored and delighted that you're there. And uh, we look forward to the next time we get to see you guys face-to-face. It's been a while. Yeah, and, and Grace actually has a question for you. But oh, she wants okay, me to ask, She wants me to ask it. Okay, that's cool. So I was um, explaining, I was talking to her about she was asking about, you know, how you do what you do, you and Jeannie, and uh, why, what motivates you to do this every day, and and, and, a, and, a, and what, you know, a little bit about, I started telling her a little bit about um, your background, how you had a business with 60 employees, and you had two fancy cars in the driveway, and, and the penthouse apartment in the city, and, and, um, and you shifted to bring this work to the world, and, and she was... The question is, could you talk a little bit about that decision and, and how you feel now about that and what what's you do you do you miss having all that stuff and is it um you know, kind of like talk about your how you feel about where you are now as opposed to staying on that other track. That's, that is an excellent question, and when I look back, you know, when I was your age, Grace, in my early years, I lived in a world that uh, didn't teach me much about how my mind worked, how my body worked, or how I interacted in my world, and I want to just acknowledge your dad for the fact that he's given you the gift of of having that understanding, that information, and really teaching you what's really important. I had wonderful parents when I was a kid. They were just so dedicated to our family, but they didn't have this knowledge. And so I grew up in a world where the message that I took away from my childhood 
was that what was really important was to have money and to make money, that that was kind of what, what it was all about. And so I spent many years working in that arena, and I actually had a friend who uh, who was in the real estate business who was also about making a lot of money, and his company required him to go to a workshop that he came home from after a weekend, and he just didn't like it at all. But he told me a th- few things about it, and something clicked inside of me that said, I have to understand what that's about. And it started to become a study for me. And after about six years of studying and working there, you know, in, in, in understanding what I now teach, I quit the business world. And it was a very spontaneous thing. It was just like, you know, when I was a kid, what taught me or what I took away from the world was an idea that I kind of say jokingly sometimes is that he who dies with the most toys wins and that the whole game is about gathering more toys, more things. You know, as I say, I have, well, Mr. Tad was saying I had a Mark III on one side of my driveway. I had an Eldorado on the other. I had homes in two different countries and three different cities, and one of them was a penthouse apartment in Toronto, Canada. And, you know, I thought that's what it was all about. She laughed. She she got a laugh out of that. um, He who dies with the most toys wins. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Well, then what I came to understand as I started to work with this work is he who dies with the most toys is dead. And it's not about toys. It's about really living as who we are, as love. And and realizing that that's the key. Did did that get another laugh out of you, Grace? (laughs) Crack it up. (laughs) <laughs> it's okay to laugh on me. Yeah, well, it's it's true, you know. I, there are people out there who live in misery to gather all the things and the toys and the money, but they're miserable and they have no human life in them. And what became clear to me was that our human lives, our, our, our being, our lives are about love. They're not about stuff. And so... One morning, I was guided and it was just very spontaneous. It's like, what am I doing? What am I putting all this energy and effort into gathering stuff, doing things that I don't particularly like doing when it's not what I'm here for? So that's when I walked away from all of that. And, you know, at that point, I was turning over a lot of money. I didn't make a lot of money, but I turned over a lot of dollars, so I had a lot of toys. I wish I had just the smallest (laughs) amount of what I wasted on toys now because there's certainly more projects that we'd be funding with this work if I had a small percentage of the money that I've wasted on toys over the years. And these days we live a pretty modest lifestyle and – what are some of the rewards that you enjoy, Michael, with your with your commitment now and, and the change that you've made personally? I, I I get to to get phone calls from people like Ron and his daughter who, you know, I knew before she came into the world or knew of, who, you know, really live a life based in love and joy. I get to hear from people, you know, we were we were in Hawaii. One of the most dramatic ones for me was 
back, oh, probably six or seven years ago, we did a week of workshops in Hawaii, a place called Unity of Diamond Head. And usually we do a week of workshops and we're off to another city and we do workshops somewhere else. Well, we were in Hawaii and we went to one of the other islands and the, the, the Unity and Diamond Head contacted us and said, you know, we've had such a, a response to that week of workshops that you did that we'd like you to come back before you leave the islands and do another week. And this was a grace. This was actually kind of a hard thing to do because we actually had to stay. It was, you know, February that by then, and we had to stay in Hawaii for an extra couple of weeks. So that was, that was kind of difficult <laughs> coming back to, <laughs> but we stayed, you know, we, we just, you know, saw our way through to stay in Hawaii for an extra couple of weeks and did another week of workshops at Unity and Diamond Head. And during that week, we had three different people come to us who told us that six weeks earlier when we were there, they had each planned to commit suicide. And that because they did our workshops and realized that what they were so pained about that almost drove them to suicide were things that were forgivable, removable, and changeable, and that the truth about them was that they were love and they could live as that love, and they were excited about their lives six weeks later, you know, it just doesn't get better than that. That's probably the the biggest gift that comes from this work is the people that live in trauma and pain, and, and when they get the understanding that you can change that, there's nothing more rewarding. And, you know, we, we get to travel a lot of places, and sometimes I'll have somebody show up that I haven't seen in 25 years. And, you know, we were actually in Atlanta, and we had a, a woman who had done my work about 20 years ago. And it wasn't that she was on the verge of suicide, as those three people I was talking about, but she shared with me that, you know, although she hadn't been in communication with me for over two decades, that the changes that happened in her life from the work that she did with me, you know, 20-some years earlier, were just so life-enhancing and so joyful for her that she couldn't say enough thank yous for the changes that had happened and the people that she was able to touch and change their lives. So that's, that's to me where the value is. That's one of the things that motivates me to keep moving forward is I see so much suffering and pain in the world that I know is totally and completely unnecessary if we can show people how to work through it. And that's what the man named Jesus came to do 2000 years ago on a very real and practical level. And that's what I've chosen to do to support people by taking what he taught us and say, Hey folks, you know, I see you're in your pain, but did you know you could get rid of that pain? Michael, let me hand you, let me hand you a worksheet. Forgive that. Let's go on. Let's move on from that. So uh, go ahead. I I, I wish that I had a, uh, a video on Grace's face while you were telling about particularly the Hawaii story because it was you got a you can't see it but you got an amazing reaction from her um, <laughs> response from her it was it was really beautiful and 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 I would like to you know to add 
to what you said from my perspective of watching you over the years, and that is um, the lightness I see in your in your gait, and, and the lightness I see in your eyes, and the light I see in your eyes, and the lightness I see in your spirit, and and the the, the genuine um, happiness that that I, I see you walk around the world with, and, and your ability to presence. Uh, be present for other people who are going through trauma, but have it, but maintain your the love that you are and the joy that you are. Which uh, it's it's quite incredible to me um, when I watch I watched you in Georgia last May, and and what I observed, I, I when people were going through trauma, I was watching your breathing, I was watching your your chest just move so. Um, so unencumbered. You know, the rest of us were all tightened up, and uh, I mean, over the years, I've learned to observe observe things that I used to be able to observe. And uh, the rest of us were all tightened up and, and locked down, and your breath was just moving in and out, in and out. And um, it, it, it. So I, I would say the rewards from others for sure, and also uh, I've observed the way you seem to enjoy your life. Well, I do enjoy my life, and actually, Grace, another thing that really excites me about getting to do this work and to share with people who are in pain is that I love to watch people when they're in deep pain, fear, or anger. I love to watch them because here's what I've learned. If I can watch them in pain that seems unresolvable, and I can be a space of love, I can help them dissolve their pain. And they walk away free of it. That's something you can do too. You know, if you're at school and one of your friends is in pain, you know, what happens a lot of times is people just go right into their pain with that person who's hurting and they reinforce it. But I've learned that if I can stay connected to love and breathe and stand as a space of love, that when I'm with someone who's in trauma, on the other side of the experience, they're free of their trauma. And to me, there's no greater gift in the world to have than to, uh, to just understand that. It's not a special ability that I or anybody else has. You can do it. Your dad, I'm sure you've seen your dad do it a hundred times that you can be that space of love. You can stay connected to the love that you are, and and as you hold that space for others, they heal. And to me, that's just, that makes it all worthwhile. It's like when I look at all the toys that I used to have, and I don't, I don't have many toys. You know, we, we drive a car that's about, uh, what, the one that we're currently driving is about eight years old. You know, back then I had a Mark III and, a, and a, an Eldorado, probably worth about, uh, you know, together worth about eight times as much as the car we now drive. But <laughs> all I need a car for is to get down the road. Back then I thought I needed a car because you were supposed to be fancy and tough and, you know, have something you know, stuff to make you feel better about yourself. And and so I've learned that the stuff is, like, irrelevant. It's really living in a state of being that's important and keeping hold of your human life. And, and you know, one of the other things, Grace, is that I really applaud your dad for the gifts he's given you 
and I wish that at 10 years of age, I'd have been able to ask the questions you're asking and have the understanding that you're having. Because it would have been a lot of pain or turmoil that personally I've been through that I'd have never had to do. And so it's delightful that you're never going to have to do that because your dad, your mom have held that space for you and taught you the tools for healing. It's just, you know, and that's joyful for me. That just brings up such delight and joy in me that it's off the charts. Okay, mm. she just wanted to say thank you, but she's a little timid, little timid on the phone. But oh, that's okay. You. I understand that. That's okay. Um, well, oh God, I can't, I, I, I can't think of a more blessed way to celebrate New Year's Eve than this this time with you and Jeannie and Grace and Sabrina might be listening at work. I hope she is, but if she's not, we'll play it back for her. Cool. Well, we send her a hug and we send our love and we, uh, we're we glad that you guys are part of our family. We are blessed. Yes, and we do. It is it is family. We, Grace said she's sorry that uh, her, her question took up so much of the call, but I suspect that, that you're quite okay with that. Well, actually, no, that's the purpose of the call. That's exactly, you know, I don't know who else is going to need to hear that, but who knows, maybe a year, five years, 10 years, maybe 20 years from now, Grace, you're going to have a friend that's in pain, and you're going to say to them, you know, I've got an MP3 of a radio show where I asked a question when I was 10 years of age, and you need to hear that answer. And wow. you're liable to change somebody's life with that. I don't know who's listening to the show today, but that question may have changed somebody's life right here, right now, today. And so, and we now have an archive of this show, and who knows what lives it's going to change in the future. So, so we appreciate your question. We're delighted you asked it, and that's exactly why we're here. Dr. Tim, do you have a thought to add to that? having done the show yesterday without questions? We are so glad you called and asked this question. Because every time Michael gets a chance to talk about his past, I get another little tidbit or another little detail. So thank you for asking the question. Thanking you for, thank you for being on the call. And I hope you can make the same kind of use of the archives that I do. I... I often go back and listen to the shows, even if I was listening to them during the day, and I listen to them again later at night and get a whole different perspective on them. So so thank you for being here and asking your question. That's awesome. Thank you. And, Dad, I, uh, I applaud you and acknowledge you for the commitment you've made and the work that you've done over the years. From the first time that uh, that we met, the first intensive you came to, the first time I saw you up there, and the, the work you've done, the changes you've made to create the family system that uh, instead of, as so many families do, live in drama and trauma, live in joy and aliveness, is just fabulous. And I understand, Grace, that uh, that you your family has a surprise coming. <laughs> That's pretty exciting. Yeah. 
Do you want to share that surprise with us? <laughs> she's shaking her head. She's smiling ear to ear, but she's she's afraid to speak up. Well, uh, maybe Dad will. Uh, well, maybe Dad are... will do a worksheet with you on fear, and maybe he'll share the <laughs> surprise with us. <laughs> our our family, it's it's still uh, our family may be growing. It, it appears that it's growing, and I'll, I'll leave it at that because we're at that stage. Okay. Where we're, but it's uh, it's a very exciting time in our home, and we're we're very very um, just delighted to be together and uh, to be growing the love that our family is. And, and, and I, I'm just completing. I'm just about to. I'm on the third day of a fast, Michael. I don't think I've ever done a fast away from Heartland, and um, mm. so it's really really neat. I think I'm going to uh, do more of that in 2016. Awesome. Fabulous. All right, you guys. Well, thank you. We really, really appreciate the interaction, the questions, the thoughts, and uh, we surround your family in our love, and uh, and we'll look forward to the next time we get to see you in person. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. Bye, Jeannie. All right. All right love to love. Bye, Ron. Happy New Year. You too. And it's it's an awesome gift to uh to get to interact with people who are our second and third generation in this work. We were out in Portland, Oregon last year and I asked a question that I often ask and that is how many have ever heard a parent who've done or used the tool of responsibility communication where instead of saying things like you made me mad saying things like well you know when this happened it brought my anger up and we had a and I didn't expect this response but we had a second generation young lady in this work where when she was eight years of age 22 years earlier so she was about your age. She was eight, and her father brought her to Heartland. And from the time she was born, her mother and her father had actually divorced, and her mother kind of blamed her for the divorce. And what she learned when she was at Heartland that year, she shared with us last year when we were out in Portland, she shared that she learned that what her mother and her father went through weren't her fault, what, pardon me, wasn't her fault, and that she was able to let go of that and that she learned uh, about healing and what healing was. And today now, 20, it's now 23 years later, she's a physician and works with healing people out of her experience of healing at, at Heartland. And that that was her reunion with her father when, you know, they'd been pretty much separated since she was born. And so here's somebody, the second generation, and, and she's just in delight and joy because she has tools and she still actually shares a property with her dad where they each have their healing practices. And uh, so... Um, that was pretty cool. We got to actually hear from Doug on the uh, on the show just a couple of days ago, and it was his daughter that 22 years earlier he and she came to Heartland and spent actually the whole summer and uh, changed their lives together. So it's cool to see second generation uh, 
coming forward and uh and the tools just having that kind of impact is awesome. And so our call in number is six four six two hundred four one six nine. If we can be of support, that's what we're here for. We're here to hold that space and bring forward the tools and to the best of our ability with our experience, instructing the use of the tools and how situations can be addressed and changes can be made that move life forward in deeper and deeper ways into the truth of, of how we're designed to function is love and that the hostility and fear of the world is, well, it's an experience and it's one that can be dissolved and changed. Without the tools, it's tough to do. And sadly, a lot of people just don't have the tools and don't know that it's changeable. So it's uh, pretty sweet. You know, another experience comes to mind. I have some friends who lived in Japan several years ago, and they had been students of mine for, oh, six or seven years. And uh, I actually got a letter from her, and her father had been ill. And she, uh, she, she she called me. Actually, she wrote me and shared that if she hadn't had the tools to work with her father who was ill, that her father would have died. And as a result of having the tools, her father's life was saved, and you know they were able to move forward in delight and joy. It's like you know, how does how does it get better than that? It just doesn't. So Jeannie tells me that we've got another caller. So Jeannie, we do, and we also got another donation. Thank you, Doctor Tim. That was awesome. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Jesus is starting to sound like PBS now with <laughs> the <to> drive. <laughs> and their caller, I think, might be Miss Magda, 828. You're on the air. Hello, it is Miss Magda here with another beautiful happy, day in the Zoom. Happy New happy Year. New hey year. there, young lady. Has the rain Hi, ceased? I, I am calling for several reasons. Uh, and the first one is to say, it's been a blessed year, and as we say goodbye to this one, I am very excited about the next one, and I wish everyone listening as well as you guys your wonderful, blessed, heart happy new year for the next one, 2016. Well, we are certainly holding the space for the same for you, young lady. Has the rain stopped in Missouri? Well, it has stopped here. I don't know, but I think everywhere else, too, there are still flood, flooding problems. However, from the accumulation, um, we're very lucky. We live up higher here, so we don't have that problem. But, yeah, lots of folks are dealing with water. And, um, yeah, we yeah. actually we actually read an article, uh, I guess it was the day before yesterday, and they said that uh, they were thinking about renaming Missouri as a great lake, that there was so much rain and so much flooding. It's like, ouch, bless for hearts. So, yeah, yeah, we are fortunate that we're up at that 800 feet. So, uh, so there'd have to be a whole lot of rain, all those lower States that have to get all filled up before it touched us all the way from the Gulf of Mexico up there. So we're, we're pretty safe in that regard. Unless we get one of those big 40 day deals and, and and we might be in trouble, but, Otherwise, we're blessed. (laughs) Well, so um, I love the question, by the way, and your answers. I like knowing more about how you got from there to here. So those are wonderful questions. Um, And and so I have a question, and um, 
uh, Chuck and I were having a conversation about this, and he isn't listening right now. He's cutting wood for well, to keep us warm this winter. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll listen to this um, in the archives. So um, what we were chatting about was um, holding a goal for another person. And as I understand it, on the worksheet, um, the wake-up sheet, uh, when usually the goal that we have is for the other person to do something, behave in a different way, you know, if in fact that that worksheet is, if the trigger is another person. And of course, we right. cancel that goal. So um, I, I spent last week in Branson and um, uh, took a, a condo there and, and a friend from Wisconsin was coming and some other friends were dropping in for a few days. It was really good. Um, and, um, cool. What, what I, was I hope myself Chuck passed saying, along the message. I hope Chuck passed along the message to give Sonny a hug for us and we said hello. Yes, yes, yes. And Good. back to you as a matter of fact, yes. Um, so um, what I heard myself saying, and I've heard a lot of other people say this recently because they were going home to visit family and so forth. And, and what I was hearing from me was, we are going to have such a good time. It's just going to be great. We are going to go and do this and we, 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 you know. And, you know, it also felt very good and up and 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 then I realized, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think I'm holding a goal for someone else and myself in the we, in the we-ness of my state. Right. And, um, and I wondered if that was a setup for disappointment, um, upset, you know, if we didn't have a good time. So as, as Chuck and I chatted about this, I thought perhaps it would be better to stay out of the we business and and just center on myself. I plan to have a good time. I plan to stay in a loving space um, no matter what happens. I, I'm planning this. I'm expecting this for myself, my behavior. So I just wanted to toss that out and see what you think. Cool. Cool. Great question. Well, my take would be that something that can be really useful is holding goals in our minds for other people at every turn of events, in every situation, in everything possible. Because if there's a place in us that holds disappointment or sadness or upset about what other people do, then we're going to get the opportunity out of holding that goal to heal that in us. So that's a great thing. It's like if I decide that you and I are going to dinner, we're going to have a great time, and you go, and you're in your misery and your pain, cancel that, that I can still have a great time. Or if I get lost in it, then I get to look at and heal that part of me. And so so for me, the the, the key here would be to recognize that the goal isn't the problem. You know, there is no problem whatsoever with holding any goal for anybody in any turn in every in every situation possible. And uh-huh. if holding that goal and someone not achieving that goal for me resonates some sort of hostility or fear, then that always comes back to me because it isn't that the goal is the problem. It's that the goal resonate something in me that I haven't dealt with yet. 
And so I think it's perfectly fine to do that. The problem becomes when I sit there and I start to puke on them about how they should be fulfilling my goal. (laughs) That's when that becomes a problem. But again, it's not the goal, it's the problem. It's the content that my mind brings into the situation triggered by that Mm -hmm. goal. And so if I decide to frame and set a goal for somebody else and I have pain, turmoil, upset about that, I can just as easily cancel that goal, collapse it, and I'll get to see a part of my mind that maybe I otherwise wouldn't have seen, and I'll get to Mm -hmm. heal another part of my cellular structure that's diseased, and that's pretty Sure. Okay. Uh, That's that's right. That makes perfect sense. (laughs) Good. Thank you. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, (laughs) Use every opportunity to... To heal. Every yeah. opportunity you can get, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, absolutely. <laughs> well, as it turns out, we did have a great time. Uh, <laughs> but um, sweet, yeah, that 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 seemed like a slippery place. Yeah. Well, let me Go. let me throw in another piece there. Let let me throw in another piece of the puzzle there. If I don't have a goal to have a great time with you, then. I'm not going to be prompted to do behaviors that would support us in having a great time because my mind only follows prompts or the prompts come from my goals. So if I don't set that goal to have a great time with you, the thing that might open the space for us to just have an awesome time together, that's my place to do. I'm not going to do because I don't have that goal. Well, I'm just going to have a a goal for myself something that I could contribute to your life, I may miss altogether because my mind doesn't prompt me to do that. Again, the key would be that if I find myself getting into some sort of disappointment all the way up into rage or whatever, that mm-hmm. that it's not the goal that causes that, but it's the content of my mind and that gets to show it to me. But But if I didn't have that goal, I might not do the behavior that would take us into that good time either. Yeah. Okay, I got and that. I might make you know out of having that goal, I might make a contribution to your life that changes your life. If I didn't have it, I wouldn't make that contribution, and you'd miss out. So mm-hmm. go for it, set goals, okay, and be okay. just as willing to cancel them if something comes up. Yes, and work on something that comes up and and clear it out. Yes, yeah, yeah, very good, yeah, exactly. very good, cool. Oh, well, I'm I'm exuberant. So, um, once again, happy, happy, happy New Year. Blessed New Year to everyone. Dr. Tim, Jeannie, you, Michael, you, <laughs> the guy who has put all of this into process, and everyone else who's listening. Blessings to all of us. Margaret, before now, you go, yeah, I'm before here. You, I know we're down to yeah. like three minutes, but before you go, someone in the chat room asked, would do you not be setting a goal to not be disappointed? Setting a goal to not be disappointed. Uh-huh. The not here is, is lighting up my brain. <laughs> yes. Are you breathing? <laughs> Another opportunity. How cool is that? <laughs> Talk about that. Talk about that, one of you, please. Because my brain just got well, real big into confusion there with the not. Cool. And and remember, confusion is a sign of healing, another opportunity yeah, yeah. to process some energy. 
and breathe into it and just be with uh, be with the results that the mind brings up. And so if I and I can set goals for a negative outcome, and if I do, then I'm sure to get it. And so that would be, you know, another place to look at where where is my whole creative process going. Right. So if I if I set a goal that no matter what happens, I will not be disappointed. Of course, disappointed is what my mind is going to be drawing for. Right. I'm coming out of brain cells. I'm coming out of brain cells in that situation of fear of disappointment, and that would be right. my cue that, well, I might want to do a worksheet on disappointment to clear that out mm-hmm. instead of creating right. disappointment to just free myself of it. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we appreciate you being on the team. We extend our arms and our hearts around you both. Uh, Please give each other a hug with Chuck and uh, tell him we cherish him and uh, and that we'll look forward to the next time we we get to see each other. And I did call him and ask you, or I was going to ask him, I'd like to see if he's uh, got any more thoughts or have we got found anybody to uh, to look at that second well up the hill so that uh, there's going to be water for for what's going to be grown up there this uh, season? So okay. if he gets a chance, so we'd would love like hearing to... from him. Sure, sure. I will pass that on. All right. Thank you. Dear. Cool. Okay. Farewell. Have right. a beautiful evening. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay. Love and blessings. Much appreciation. Everybody, we're down to the last few seconds. If you're ready to take your work to the next level, we've got, I think, five or so spaces left in each of Laws of Living and the Codependence Intensives we're doing in um, in Orlando in February, February 1st. We'll start a nine-day Codependence to Interdependence Communication Practicum. That nine-day will extend out to a 16-day for people who want to stay longer, and then we're going to do a 17-day or a 16-day Laws of Living. So if you'd like to join us for that, we'd be delighted to have you. We've got this awesome uh, seven-bedroom huge house in uh, in Orlando, beautiful spot that we'll be doing this intensive in. And if you want to get away from winter, it'll be a good opportunity to, uh, to create an excuse to do some deep work and uh, get some sunshine too. In the meantime... This is the closure of, uh, of uh, it'll be our last show for 2015, and make 2016 the best year yet of your eternal life. It is an awesome gift to give the world grace. You have the best year yet of your eternal life, and we look forward to hearing about the growth of your family. Lots of love. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Mind Shifters Radio with the Forgiveness Doctor, Dr. Michael Rice and his wife, Jeannie, who present the internal Aramaic process of forgiveness. Michael and Jeannie are here every Monday through Friday on Earth Angels Radio. For more on Michael and Jeannie, please visit www.yagain.com. That's www.whyagain.com. A-I-N dot com.